You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus taught his disciples how and what to pray. Learn more about the Lord's Prayer in week 10 of our series, Redefined. Today, as we grow in depth in prayer, I love this quote by Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones where he said, Prayer is beyond any question, the highest activity of the human soul. If we're trying to reach the holy God, the, the, the highest, God in the highest, this should be the highest activity that we do. Communicating with our God. Not just asking for petitions, requests, and prayers. We're actually communicating with our living God. Man is at his greatest and highest when upon his knees, he comes face to face with God. That should be our posture. Rather than, ra- rather than being bold and, and, and confident in a different way, we have to be on our knees as we communicate to our Father. Humbly, humbly going to His throne. In Sermon of the Mount, this is where Jesus gave the Lord's Prayer. In Matthew 6, 7-15. to In the Lord's Prayer, he, he actually modeled to us, gave us a pattern of how to communicate with God. He gave us a pattern. He first, he showed us that we need a relationship. Everybody say relationship. Now we need a relationship with God. It, 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 it's hard to go to God and talk to Him when, when, yes, sometimes we babble, we say those words. Pero hindi natin alam kung nakikinig siya. More than that is, relationship is two-way. When we communicate with a person, this is two-way. The same, the same also is, when you communicate, you wait. You wait for the answer. Maybe you've been waiting for the answer, pero ang hinihintay nyo lang sagot is for your prayer. Pero hindi yun yung sagot niya. Ang sagot niya iba. We need to know, when we communicate, we need to actually hear His voice and know His voice, the Word says. We need to know His voice. His distinguishable voice. Next, it talks about reverence. I was gonna put respect at first, but I, I do believe it's more than respect. It's revere. To say that he, you are the holiest of holy. Revere His name. Revere God. Revere what Jesus did on that cross. And having it shown in our life. And the last, we then present our request. Maybe some of you, you've heard about the Lord's Prayer so many times. Maybe some of you, uh, up until now, tinatry niyo memorize upuan niyo, Our Father who art in heaven, di ba? I, I, that, that's the same way with me. I, I, I've heard the Lord's Prayer. I started, my mom would ask me to memorize this when, ever since I started, siguro mga three or four years old. Pinapamemorize na sa akin to. But then only 11 years ago, I realized what the Lord's Prayer actually meant. The, what the Lord's Prayer is actually all about. It talks about our relationship, how we should revere the Lord. And talks about then, talks about our requests. Here's the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 9-10. to Pray then like this. Our Father, in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. You will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive, have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. That's the Lord's Prayer. What I guess, what Jesus is reminding us, it's more than the memorized prayer. 
He said in the, in the previous verse, in verse 7, And when you pray, so given yon, kailangan nagpipray tayo. When you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think they will be heard for their many words. What Jesus is after here is not the many words that we pray. Okay? Not, not, not the repeated prayer over and over. Nothing wrong with repetitious prayer. But guess what? Repetitious prayer won't guarantee your prayers will be answered. It's not. I'm not also saying that uh, wag, wag paulit-ulit yung prayer natin. Because Jesus even taught, taught us uh, about the persistent widow. To always present your prayer up until it's met. But what Jesus is after here, He was actually condemning the shallow repetition of words that are not offered with a sincere heart. It would always go back to our hearts. The motivation of our hearts. Ano ba yung nilalaman ng puso natin nung binibigkas natin bawat salita ng salita ng Diyos? Bawat prayer, bawat healing natin sa Kanya. What are we saying? Verse 8, He said, Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Before He presented the Lord's Prayer, before He showed us a pattern of His prayer, He's asking first, Wait. Do you have a relationship with my father? What is the motivation of your heart? Do you know who your father is? Do you know that you're actually his sons and his daughters? Relationship. Do we relate with him? How do we look at God? How do we, how do we see ourselves? Do we see him as our father in heaven? Or do we see ourselves as, as slaves? If you, if you see yourself as slaves... Then when you ask prayer, it's, it's, it's maybe, pag hindi ako sinagot, um, baka kasi ano, you would feel condemned. There's gonna be that spirit of, 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 of maybe oppression or persecution kasi hindi ako sinagot. If we see ourselves as robots, then your prayers will be mechanical. It just be said out of necessity. Parang silang plaka or tape recorder. Na, you just push, play, rewind, push, play, rewind, push, play, rewind. But the big setups here is about who we are in Christ. How we go to His throne of grace. Our Father in heaven. That He is our Father. You know, Jesus was actually very intentional in doing this. He could have said, pray to my Father. But He included you and I. Father here is from the Greek term that, that Says Father, and yung Aramaic word that Jesus used during that time, it talks about being so personal, so close. Somebody that I can relate to. Somebody that, that, that who is my flesh of my flesh and my bow and my blood of my blood. He's now considering you and I as sons and daughters. It's very personal. How personal it is? Is, is it? It has to go back again to your heart. Do you actually accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Are you children of God? In, in John 1 verse 12 said, But to all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. He gave that right through the very precious blood of Jesus Christ. He gave us the right to be sons and daughters. There's a sonship here. First and foremost, we need to know our relationship. We need to know where we stand. It's important, okay? It's important because how we, how we perceive God actually determines how we receive Him. Our, our perception of God determines our reception to God. When He says this, when He, he give, gives you something, when He tells you not yet, when He denies something, it would actually differ in how we see God, who God is. 
Ano ba tingin mo? Is it that relationship as, as sons and daughters? Or as slaves, as, as, as robots? In 1 John 4 verse 10, it says here, This is real love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Here in the Lord's Prayer, when He set up the relationship that our, my, I, am, I am your Father, that God is our Father, it is actually redefining how we ought to communicate with Him. First is relationship. Now is how, we, how do we revere Him? We call Him by His holy name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed. Hallowed is being set apart. Hallowed means that I am set apart. Now I can come to Him boldly. Now I can, I can actually go to Him. This is redefining who we are and giving much respect. Hallowed means, hallowed more than reverence. Reverence is the highest na word, the biggest na word na hanap ko. But it, it's more than the respect, more than the reverence. Now there's actually a commitment. Commitment to honor His name. How? With our very lives. With our very lives. If we are now sons and daughters, now we carry His name. Tama ba? Tama, di ba? Now, if we are sons and daughters, we carry now His name. As Paul said, we are the witnesses. We are like Christ's ambassador. So His name has to be revered in our lives. People have to see it. Not just inside the church, but especially outside. They should know that, okay, this person, okay, um, this person is a child of God. How? In the way he treats people, in the home, in school. You can turn the other cheek. You can give forgiveness freely. You can respect the law. Why? Because you want his name to be hallowed. To give respect to his name. It's more than a statement of praise. But it's a commitment to honor his name. We ought to live a holy, righteous, and victorious life. When people see your life, okay, okay. Alam nilang Christian ka, pero sa Facebook lang. Alam nilang Christian ka, pero sa Twitter mo lang. When they see your life, it, it's totally, it's like only in a shadow of dreams, of social media, when they see who you are. When they see you as a Christ follower. When they see you, you that you actually bear His holy name. In 1 Peter 1, 16 said, Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. We are to live a holy life. Because He is holy. Because the one who gave us that sonship, the one who gave us now a right to live, the righteous life that we have right now, is a holy God. That's who we serve. I remember my, my grandfather, I'm, a, I'm from a Chinese lineage, and my uncle or my grandfather would always tell me, the only thing that I could ever give you is not money, not wealth, not even education, but a good name. Uphold our good name. Uphold our good family name. Are we doing that as Christians? Are we? Are we upholding His holy name? Hallowed be your name. Give reverence to reverence is due. Commit to honor in and through your our very lives. Verse 10 continues. Your kingdom come. You will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When, when Jesus gave this, uh, gave this sermon, Sermon at the Mount, some people, the disciples know that He is the Messiah, but others are still waiting for the Messiah. 
waiting for the for for the for when the kingdom of God would actually appear, not knowing that it's already there. That that was already the time when Jesus was there. Even now, we're still waiting for, okay, maybe a lot, maybe some of us or people outside are still waiting for the second coming. Kailan nga ba talaga darating yung second coming? When, when, is G, when will Jesus actually uh, come, come again? When will this actually happen? When will the kingdom come as it is in heaven? In Luke 17 verse 21 says, For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. That means the kingdom of God is already here. The very presence of God's kingdom reside in you and in me. If we have this relationship with God, if we revere His holy name, then we should know that we're, are the, we are the carrier of God's kingdom. It's in our midst. It's within us. Jesus here is redefining how we pray. Instead of praying that, what, that we reign or for praying for stuff that we need, praying for all about me, 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 or us, 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 He's teaching us, Lord, rather than your kingdom, rather than my kingdom, Lord, it's your kingdom. It's your kingdom that I will faithfully advance. To give reverence and honor due your name, I would faithfully I would faithfully and gladly and overwhelmingly advance your kingdom. He's teaching us to say and to actually model and to reflect in in our lives that, Lord, your will be done. Your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Talks about our lives. Give meaning. Give meaning and give life to the living word of God. Going back to who we are in Christ. It's saying, Lord... I surrender now to your will over my life. Lord, I'm willing to obey you wholeheartedly. Not because I'm getting something in return. If you're going to get something in return, that means you're just like an employee, a slave. You do this and then you do that. I scratch your back and then you scratch my back and then you get this. No. Even if, walapa, even if I'm still doing it wholeheartedly, because your will be done. This part of the prayer allows us to offer ourselves as doers of God's will, asking Him to guide, lead, and give us the means to accomplish His purpose. He has set up, because I revere you, because I commit to honor you, and because of, again, that relationship, I will follow you and obey you wholeheartedly. Then now He gives the request. Uh, It's jumping. Gives the request. Give us today our daily bread. I don't know about you, but when, we, when, when I did the Lord's Prayer way back, ele- more than 11 years ago, it's actually to get something in return. Something in return. I would say it out loud every time uh, before a test, before uh, I go home, because um, I have uh, bad grades. I have to appeal to my mom so that my mom won't, won't actually spank me. Yung bagsak ako before, example, kung naka-65 ako, papaluin ako hanggang maging 75. Alam mo yun, masakit yun. And hindi lang yung ordinaryng palo. Ang ginagamit sa amin dati is uh, either the leather belt of my dad, and before, leather are really genuine leather, thick leather. Ngayon kasi yung leather natin yun, synthetic na eh. So hindi masyadong masakit. Okay, to the parents, tip ho yun. Mas magaan na yun yung mga leather natin. 
she, my mom would actually use a stick, almost half an inch, bamboo stick with a rubber on the end, a rubber band on the end. And she would hit me, babalik, 65, 66, hanggang maka 75. So I would pray, I would, Lord, our Father who art in heaven, Lord, are you still there? Alam mo yung ka na nahagdanan? There's around 25 steps going to our house. Lord, our nakakailang our Father ako dun. Because I really thought it was all about repetitious prayer. I really thought it was just bubbling, bubbling his, his word. You know, I never even thought before that the Lord's Prayer was actually in the Bible. Yung iba umamin kayo, no? Kung nagulat kayo na first time nalaman yun na sa Bible pala siya. The living word of God is active. Living word of God is more than just asking for a petition. Here, Jesus was saying, even your simplest need, I have already met. Okay? That's why that's why it's written that give us today our daily bread. Daily bread. They didn't talk about the money, the, talked about the bread. He's, say, he's saying here, the very simple sustenance in your life, I have already met and I have already, I, I will already give you. He's saying, Lord, He's saying that I am your Lord. I am the Father who art in heaven is your provider. He's Jehovah Jireh. Every need that a father could actually give you, I will give it to you. Over and above what we want and what we need. In Matthew 7 verse 11 said, If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Now we, now we can come boldly because of our relationship, because of our commitment to honor Him. We can go boldly to Him and say, Lord, with all confidence, Lord, You give us the ability to produce wealth. You created the heavens and the earth. Lord, as Your sons and Your daughters, provide for our very needs. I remember um, Lara, my seven-year-old daughter, uh, she would, every time her... Her two brothers would ask, would ask, would ask her, Lara, why, why do you need that? If she's like in a store, toy store, and she would like to buy stuff, because I want, because I want every every time. Okay, Lara, why, why do you need a, a Hot Wheels? Because I want, because I like, and she knows where to go. Adrian here is a good friend of mine. Adrian, I, I support Adrian in his MPD. Okay, our our campus missionaries don't get uh, salaries here. We have a ministry partner development with them, so I I, I support him. But he cannot just come to me and say, Kailari, can I have money? He can't. I would, I would tell him, go back to your parents. We have relationship, but it's not that type of a relationship that Lara knows that relationship that we have, that she can ask boldly anything. She actually celebrated her seventh birthday yesterday. And um, it brings so much emotion because uh, seven and nine months ago, seven years and nine months ago, I came boldly, I went boldly to God. Uh, maybe some of you know that my wife and I, we almost separated. And uh, when we got restored, we, we, all, we had two sons then. But when she got pregnant, I boldly asked the Lord and say, in all confidence, say that, Lord, you're going to give me a daughter. So boldly that I named her the, the, the very month, the very month that my wife told me that, that she's pregnant. That's how boldly I proclaimed I, I, I proclaim it. Why? Because I know that I am a son of God. And I said, Lord, you said ask and I shall receive. And I, re- I am receiving it right now. That her name is going to be Lara. That she's going to be so, so beautiful like her mom. 
ask boldly. But do you have that confidence? Do you know that you can ask your father? Or, or sometimes when you approach your father, it's out of timidity. Sometimes when you approach your father, you don't know, you don't know how to ask. You're scared. There's fear. There's, there's like fear that we're not slaves. We're his sons and his daughters. Approach him. Again, it will go back to how we perceive him. Talking about perception, don't, I, I'm praying that you won't, you won't actually compare or you won't actually be confused with that of your relationship with your earthly father. That's totally different. It's different. It's different when we approach the Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew 6 verse 12, let's continue. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. The debt here, let's not be confused. It's, it's, it's not about the, all the, all the, all the uh, sins that was already in the cross of Jesus Christ. Hindi po na What He gave us, freedom and salvation, the grace of salvation, it, it, it's, it's with us. What this verse is pertaining here, the daily grind, the daily thing that happens. Oh, every one of us, even us, your pastors, we commit sin daily. Something happens there. And the Lord is saying, even that, I would take care of it. Even your daily, not just your daily needs, but even the daily, the, 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 daily, uh, um, the daily sins that you commit, I'm erasing it one by one. Every debt is paid for. Every debt I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay for. Paul said in Ephesians 4 verse 30, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. It's the redeeming grace I'll give you. Up until that time that, that, that you're going to go to heaven, I have paid for all your sins. All you need to ask is repentance. All you need to do is to repent and go, and, and go against the world and do my will in your life. Because why? Because I, you, we want to revere His holy name. Because of that relationship that we have with Him. Jesus here redefined and gave new meaning to our relationship. He's saying, now, now everything that is hindering you from going to your Father, have stopped it. Now every sin, every sin that you will ever commit that could hinder how, 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 how you go to the throne of grace of God, I cut it now. And I'll give you that daily forgiveness. His word even said that His mercy is new every morning. Every morning. Every morning. When you sleep, when you wake up, it's a new day. Always a new day with the Lord. Verse 13 says, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Here, I, I, I can say that all of us are being tempted. Right? Some of you are being tempted now to sleep on me before I end. Or maybe some of you are, are, are tempted like me, thinking already the meal. Di pa ako nag-lunch. Alam ko, hindi naman itsura, hindi ako nag-lunch. But you're tempted now. Okay, what am I going to order in Jollibee? What am I going to order in... Even Jesus was actually tempted. But when Jesus was tempted, He went directly to God. He went directly to His God, to our God in heaven. And as disciples, we should pray to, del- to be delivered from these temptations and be delivered from Satan and his deceits, all his deceits. And uh, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13, says here, No temptation has overtaken you 
that is not common to man. God is faithful and He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, He will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Because of our relationship with God, because He is our Father and we are His sons and daughters, He's even giving us the way out. All we have to do is just believe in His name and have that redeeming grace in us. That we won't be tempted beyond what we can actually, uh, um, uh, beyond our, our ability and beyond anything that we can bear. Again, because of our relationship. In verse 14 and 15, this is, this is kind of funny. I, I, I thought about this for a while and how he ended the Lord's Prayer. He said, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. I, I, I was wondering why he ended up with a warning. Lord, bakit biglang, ang ganda na, di ba? You're going to give us our daily bread, temptation is going to come our way, and then boom, I'm warning you. You have to forgive. I, 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 I didn't get it at first. But when I look deeper, I just realized that what God wants here is it's actually a reminder. Jesus was actually reminding us because He knows us too well. He knows that, that, that even our memories are, 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 are short, that we would easily forget what He has done for you and I. And I realize that it's, it's for people like us, even Christians, even Christians, it's easier for us to ask for forgiveness rather than to give forgiveness. Tama ba? Yung mga mag-asawa, gumagano na eh. Bugbug na eh, no? Bugbug na yung katabi eh. Even Christians, it's easier to actually ask the Lord or ask somebody for forgiveness. Hindi ko alam sa inyo, okay? Sa mga mag-asawa dito. Or even parents and kids. Kung sino mas mabilis humingi ng tawad. Si mga lalaki, huwag kayong magtaas ng kamay. Mga babae, di ba? Hindi mo alam, di ba? Kasi sino mas mabilis mag-ask ng sorry and ask forgiveness? But then if it's our turn now to give forgiveness to others, it's so hard. Why is that so? When we were actually the recipient of the biggest forgiveness ever, when God gave us our ultimate, the ultimate forgiveness through His Son, Jesus Christ. Paul reminded us with his message in the in church in Ephesus, where he said, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. It's actually a reminder. It's actually a reminder for all of us. Rather than a warning, the Lord is saying here, Go forgive others because I have forgiven you. Before you actually go, go and honor God and make disciples, you have to go back and, and check again, okay, have I fully forgiven all the people that have, hurted, that have hurt me? Remember, even in the scriptures, Jesus reminded us, before you actually put that, that, that sacrifice and your offering at the altar, go and ask for forgiveness. And He modeled that to us he modeled us to us all. And how he ended his, this, there's a, we need to release something. It has to be, 
Maybe some of you, you think that you, there has to be repentance. That you have to repent. That's good. So you know why? Repentance actually is the starting point of our relationship with God. It's a starting point. So what is Jesus exemplified and modeled and gave us a pattern in prayer? And how He redefined this. I believe this is His very message when He said, prayer is more than getting what we want. When we communicate to God, first establish a relationship. That's your primary line of, of communication. It's not the ends to one's needs. It's not. But prayer is about enjoying our relationship with God as our Father. It establishes and start, it starts with that relationship and it ends there. It ends there. You know, um, I was discussing with my wife. I thought it would be a, a, a very easy preaching. Because I, I told her, I preached about this. How many times? The Lord's Prayer. But then it's, it's different now when I realize that, uh, that I'm not just on the receiving end or I'm not just on the other end who, who dispensates things. Because now I'm, it's different. I'm a father now. Before, I only had a father that I betrayed, that I lied to, that I... A lot of things. <laughs> but now, I'm, all, I'm also a dad now. I'm also a father. So I'm, the, I'm also on the other end. But we have to come clean. And we have to realize this. It's not about who we are, but it's about who our Father is. A forgiving God. A Father in Heaven who would provide for us anything. A holy and righteous God that we can only go to and say, and draw near to Him and He'll always be there. He even said in, your, in His very word, I will never leave you nor forsake you. All, all we have to do is call upon His name and know that He is our Father. But what separates us from other people is our genuine relationship with Him. Do we wholeheartedly accept Him as our Lord and Savior? Only you and only you can answer that. I can preach here for 10 hours, but still only you and only you can say how deep, why that relationship that you have with our Lord, our God, our Father. Can I ask everybody to stand up? Why don't we do this? Why don't we, why don't we close in prayer? Why don't we, all of us not recite, but actually pray the Lord's Prayer wholeheartedly, sincerely, putting everything at, 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 at the Lord's feet and saying, You are my Father. Your name has to be hallowed with my very life. Everything I ask, I ask for your kingdom so that your will be done in my life. Let's recite the Lord's Prayer all together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. You will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. 
but deliver us from evil. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.